Hey everybody, welcome back to Encouraging Experience Podcast, a ministry of Experience Church in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm your host, Dave Garza, and I'm really excited to be here today, but before we get started, let me turn it over to Abby for our weekly announcements. Just a reminder about the after Valentine's Day dinner this coming Wednesday night here at the church at 7 p.m. You're invited to bring out the whole family and come support our men's ministry as they raise funds for their upcoming retreat. The suggested cost is $10 per person. Please RSVP no later than today, Sunday, February 18th. Experienced church ladies, you are invited for lunch and a movie next Saturday, February 24th. We're going to meet up for lunch at Culver's in Altoona at 1130. And from there, we'll head over to the Cinemark to watch Ordinary Angels at 1 p.m. If you would like to attend the movie, please give your $11 to Tina Watson by this Wednesday, February 21st. You can sign up at the Welcome Center and find out more information there. Also, ladies, don't forget next Sunday, February 25th, is the last day to get signed up for this year's Women's Conference in Clear Lake, Iowa on April 26th and 27th. You can find all the details on the Church Center app or at the table right outside the auditorium doors. And lastly, don't forget next Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. is our annual business meeting here at the church. If you are a member of Experience Church or call us home, we would love to have you join us. That's all for our announcements for this week. Grab a bulletin in the back, follow us on our Facebook page, and download the Church Center app so you can stay connected and be involved. Hey, Abby, thanks for those announcements, and we appreciate all that you do. So now getting back to the episode tonight, guys, I really want to get this information out there. We have so many emails coming in about testimonies from listeners and how the podcast has reached them and touched their hearts. I'm going to be making a long list of those and printing those out and getting them read to you guys. I'm actually going to start doing a series of just testimonies that are sent in online. That's how many we have coming in. Our reach is absolutely incredible. I was checking the map this morning and now we are being heard in 11 different countries and it's just It's amazing. We literally have the entire Midwest and East Coast, and we're starting to flood the West Coast. And we've got listeners up in Canada, and it's just, it's amazing, guys. And I can't wait to share all those locations with you. So stay tuned for an online testimony that is, it'll just be a constant reading of all the goodness that keeps coming in from this. And it's absolutely incredible. I mean, just a, a, a fool with a mic and God turned it into this. So it, it literally has nothing to do with me. It's because of you guys and you're listening and you're sharing and we're getting the word of God and encouraging messages out across the world. So thank you for letting me be a part of your ministry and reaching the world, everybody. So without dragging on, I'm really excited tonight because tonight I have four special guests with me tonight. We have four teenagers from our youth at experience with our experience youth it's really exciting to have them in here because what is more important than us bringing up our youth in the house of god and bringing them up to having a relationship with jesus and these students these teenagers and their commitment to church i i see these guys every sunday every wednesday they're involved they're involved in all events that we put on, they're so quick to volunteer. I I get to witness them worshiping God. They don't just stand there with their hands in their pockets. These guys are actually 
worshiping God, and they're getting filled with the Word because they got a pretty great youth pastor, and uh, he he does such a good job, and their youth team does such a good job of reaching these kids. So, without carrying on too much, I'll introduce them, and then we'll get to some questions. My name is Aubriana, and I've been going to Experience since March of 2022. And how old are you? 16 years old. 16 years old. I should know that. That one's my daughter, so I should know her age. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm Axel. I've been going to Experience since 2016. Nice. Like Easter, so March, April. Nice. And I'm 14. All right. Hi, I'm Kenny. Um, I've gone to I've gone to Experience for about 13ish years. Wow. Don't exactly when, know when, but yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hi, I am Alex, and I've been going to experience for like same thing as Axel Christmas Brothers. Yep. Uh, twenty sixteen, I guess Easter. That's all I remember. We were just an event, so we went to, and then brother, he was friends with Kale, and then he invited us, so I was like, might as well go. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how old are you, Kenny? Oh, um, I'm seventeen. Seventeen, and Alex. 15, about to turn 16 next month. All right, so we've got Abriana, Axel, Kenny, and Alex. And so I put together some questions so that we can kind of get these kids and see what they're... Actually, sorry, I called you kids. I, I hated being called a kid at that age. Uh, these young adults, I came up with some questions for them to help reveal their hearts and to help the world see how important it is as i said before you know and i've talked about this in other podcasts our youth have a million different places that they could be but on sundays and wednesdays they're involved in church and hopefully from good leadership within the church that they're not only living this out on sundays and wednesdays but that every day is a day that they're leading in the kingdom of god but they're setting an example for those before them, because as we know, it's it's very heartbreaking the the numbers these days and the lack of not only adults but youth that are in church and that are actually pursuing a relationship with Jesus. And for for these young adults to be turned away from the from this me 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 generation about how it's all this and it's it's a complete life of media and negativity and that they're pursuing God. So this is really exciting and and I really hope that you listen to this and for you adults listen to what these guys have to say because we don't always get the opportunity to let them have a platform where they can say what they want to say, where they're not being coached, where they're not being led or feel obligated. This is their opportunity for you to listen. So I really encourage you to just listen to them and hear what they have to say. So the first question, I'm just going to work around. Each of them will get an opportunity to answer. So the first question is, I, I just wanted you, each of you, to tell me a little bit about your lives before you began pursuing a relationship with Jesus. And I want to be clear that not when you started going to church, but I would like you to explain, because I think we can all relate that there's times where we went to church and we weren't really pursuing Jesus. Okay, I, I believe every believer has a point of that. And so what I want to hear about is impact when you began or before you began actually pursuing Jesus. So uh, 
Aubriana, go ahead. Um. Well, I I was always raised in church, but Amen. Must have a good dad. But then <laughs> my mom and dad got divorced, which I don't remember what year that was, but it's irrelevant anyways. My mom and dad got divorced, and then church started be started to be less of started to be less constant. Yeah. We stopped going as much. And then I kind of, in fourth grade, I kind of just started doing bad things. Like, I wasn't smoking or drinking, but I was definitely saying bad words and saying bad things to people. And then, I think, I'd say 2022, winter of 2022 and beginning of 2023 is when I actually started to be, to realize how wrong of a person I was and what I was doing was wrong. and. Slowly grow out, grow out, grew out of it. Yeah, nice. And it's it takes a lot. I mean, we've got people who are adults who are not self aware of their own sin, and you know, to feel the weight of your own sin is something that is clear evidence that you began to follow Jesus, because the the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. So, okay, uh, Axel, tell us a little bit about before you how how you were what life was like before you really started pursuing Jesus? Um, well, been raised in church my whole life. Yeah. But I never, like, took it seriously. Like, I would worship, I would stand, I would listen, but, like, I never took it to heart, I guess. Yeah. And then just school life in general, I was bullied a lot, and I wasn't really happy. And when I started, like, actually listening yeah. to the words that were being said in the services, I saw all of that, like, change, and I wasn't really being bullied. And, right. Like, I was much happier. Right, right. Started focusing more on the words you were being taught rather than garbage around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's amazing how Christ can get your attention and how it can really, I mean, change every aspect of your life. Kenny, what about you? Um, I was also raised in the church. Yeah. Um, but me and my family, I could tell, like, just us as in general, weren't really, we're really just going through the motion. Right. And then around fourth grade, my dad got cancer. Yeah. And that was a really hard time for us. Absolutely. Because we lived out in the country, so we were always traveling, always going places, never really had time. And we were just stressed. Right. Upset, sad. And a few months later, my dad was about to get a bone marrow transplant. And right before, they did a scan over him, and he was completely gone. Wow, praise God. Yeah, and that was the moment, like, God exists. Absolutely. So I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to follow this dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying I've been perfect since then. I've definitely sinned since then, but... I, that's what definitely when I started following him. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I mean that's the that's the amazing part about the God that we do worship and the in Christ that we follow is that we don't have to be sinless and we can't be. I mean, word tells us that. We know that we're still gonna screw up. The beautiful part about it is is he's there to not condemn us when we do fall, but to dust us off, pick us back up and get us back on track. And so that's amazing. Alex, what about you, bud? Uh, I've been raised in, in church like that. 
Uh, we went going back and forth to churches until we went to experience church. You know, I would pay attention. I would stand up, but I it was I was like, bro, what's the point in singing? Like when I first went there, I was like, what's the point in singing? I was just making fun of it. Right. And then I was like, not listening. And I was just not putting effort. And then I think it was like when we went to uh, kids camp, and that's when I really changed. And I used to be like cussing, being mean, and everyone to everyone. And, right, like at school, and then like in fifth grade, when I started fifth grade, he's like, You changed what happened? I was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened, I don't know. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then from now on, I was I was putting effort and I was really like, you know, letting the spirit come through me, yeah. When I was when we worship, and then that's when um things started to change. I think it was because of kids camp. That's awesome, man. Yeah, camps are if your church is really promoting a camp, there's a reason. Because camp really does change your life. I know Aubriana has shared with me great experiences of going to camp, uh, youth camp. All of you have been to youth camp. Um, And, uh, I mean, I even got to enjoy a men's camp. Alex got to go to men's camp with us, what, a year and a half ago? About almost two years ago? I think so, yeah. Yeah, when we went to Pine Lake. And, I mean, yeah, we had fun shooting guns and just being guys and eating massive steaks and yeah. yeah it was a good time man and and we throwing axes and everything else but the real thing was that last night our church service that saturday night man and then you know going back to our cabins and instead of joining everybody else at the fire our group of men were so impacted by that i think we stood there and prayed together for almost two hours and it was it was an amazing experience so clearly camp is worth it get to camps because they are so important now on that subject of before pursuing jesus do you guys do any of you remember when the holy spirit really moved in you um i know alex you just kind of shared that where it was being in worship you could just you started feeling the holy spirit work in you um and it's okay if you don't if you don't remember or if there wasn't, it's it's different for everybody. And, you know, some people it takes a huge miraculous change. Kenny, you kind of indicated and, in, you know, Christ revealed himself in a miracle over your dad. Absolutely, that's going to get your attention. You know, praise God for that. And praise God, I got your whole family's attention. And so that's that's amazing. But if you do remember, can you remember how you felt, how... Maybe it was in a service. Maybe it was just in prayer, wherever it was. But do you remember your first encounter with the Holy Spirit? I think when it really, like, when the weight really got lifted off my shoulders of all the bad things going on in my personal life, I think it was when it was a few months after we started going to experience. And it was you, me, and my friend and Allie. Mm-hmm. sitting all together and you asked me if I wanted to go up and have Pastor Abby pray for me yep. over anxiety and then I did mm-hmm. and I just feel like it was so overwhelming but in a good way yes my friend asked me if I was okay and I couldn't say no because I was okay right it was right. I was perfectly fine but I felt like like weight lifted off a my weight shoulders lifted off. yes yeah and I guess I, I want to say it's ever since then I've started really, it's been always on my mind that God is by my side at all times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's because when 
when we are willing to go before God and lay something at his feet, he's going to take that empty part that you've now removed. He, you pulled the anxiety off and he filled it with himself. And, and, and that's that experience. And that's that it truly is a weight lifted off of you. Depression, anxiety, anger, bitterness, all those things are extremely heavy. And until they go, you don't realize how heavy they are. And not only that, just not just that situation as in itself, it was after that I started being more involved and being more comfortable talking to people I didn't right. know. And it just felt like I got a job and yeah. I... You went to camp because I, went, I remember the yeah. first year you didn't go because you were just too well, anxious to do it. Yeah. So definitely everything changed after that. So... Yes. And, and, and that's the amazing thing is being aware of those changes and how it can truly impact your heart. Uh, Axel, what about you? Um, I don't really have a specific moment. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, just when I met Brianna. Yeah. Like that's when I started taking it more serious, like church in general. Yeah. And then she kind of encouraged me to join Instay, and then that's when I was like, okay, this is for me, not for anyone else. It's right. me and God's relationship. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and for those, and as Axel just said, uh, two of these students, I know all four of these students, I know Kenny really wanted to do it, but Kenny is incredibly involved in a ton of stuff, and it just really wasn't the time for him to start. And I know Alex is planning on doing Instay next year, and it... it and then Axel and Aubriana are both currently in Instay. So these aren't these aren't youth that are just here to be on a microphone because that's something they want to do. They're here because they actually have a genuine testimony about their pursuit of God. And that's it, it doesn't just involve Instay, but it's so much more. And so what about you, Kenny? Do you remember uh, I know you gave that example, but it, was there a moment at church or was there a moment that Something that where you really felt the presence of the Holy Spirit? Um, there's definitely been a couple times, but they're usually a breakaway. Yes. Or camp. Um, but one I can remember Well, is I thought it wasn't breakaway anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys cracked me up with that at the hate that they changed that. Um, but I think one that stuck out to me is that um there was one breakaway where one night we had to write down someone we had to forgive. Yeah. And I still struggle with this, but my biological father, not the one that got cancer, my biological father left me. Yeah. And I still struggle with this, but I wrote down his name and they gave us a little post-it. I filled out the front. Yeah. And then the back <laughs> ran out of room. Right. And Matthew saw it and it was scribbles because at the end it just went away. Oh, right. And it was, I was crying so much. Matthew came over to us and or to me and just hugged me. Yeah. Started talking to me. And that's definitely the time that I felt the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I was so angry, sad, um, happy at the same time. Just a cluster of emotions. Right. And it is, too. It's that kind of what Abriana was explaining, too. It really is a cluster of emotions when when you do experience the Holy Spirit. Because it... It's like, I'm here letting something go. 
I'm so heartbroken. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm sad. I'm, but why am I happy? Why am I, why do I feel okay? And it's like, man, it's, it's God working in you. But I'm definitely thankful for it because kind of, because then I wouldn't have gotten my new dad and then he would have never gotten cancer or I would have never experienced that. And I never would have been introduced to God that way. Amen. Amen. See, isn't it crazy how God can work? You know, not that the cancer wasn't of God. Of course, we know that that was of the enemy, but how God intervened, it was like, you know what? I'm going to take this garbage and I'll make something really amazing out of it. I mean, it's only something he can do. I mean, I can't even hardly put a puzzle together right, let alone organize something like that. So it is stuff that we have to leave to God. Uh, what about you, Alex? Um, just any time when we uh, just pray, like even like uh, breakaway and camp, that's when the most when I feel um, the Holy Spirit, especially praying for, for like everyone yeah. and then people praying for me, that's when I feel the most. Um, like energy of you know and then um that's just like how um i started you know putting effort into uh those things by just praying because people prayed over me yeah and then god helped me and worked through me yeah and he gave me the strength that's why i'm here right now today because of him that's right that's right and it, it, it's amazing you any of you listening who don't think that prayer is not the most powerful weapon we're given just listen to all of these guys. I mean, all of them it involves prayer and it involves worship and, and which builds that relationship. And so many of us just don't understand. It's like, yeah, I pray sometimes. No, you need to be, the scripture tells us to pray without ceasing. And no, that doesn't mean just drive around with your eyes closed and run into stuff praying. Okay. Uh, let's <laughs> He just means to constantly be in the mindset and heart set of being in communion with him, talking to him, conversation. And I mean, just listen to this, everybody. I mean, you hear how God has touched the hearts of these teenagers. God can do it for you, too. So how about stop making excuses and, 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 and get built up in the excitement of what God can do in your life when you allow him to? So moving on in our questions. Uh, we're going to go ahead, and I've got one here that was really close, so I'm going to kind of jump ahead. Guys, We're I would really love for you to tell us about your youth group, and uh, Pastor Matthew, and what's the best experience that you've had in youth group? The best experience I've had in youth group? Yeah. Um, I think... Just, I mean, other than, you know, when your dad's on safety team, and he walks by, and you get to see him. I mean, that's cool. Okay. Thanks for that. I think just my first time at any camp ever, because I've never been to any summer camp, any church camp before this. Right. So my first ever time at a summer camp with this youth group, with the youth leaders I have, it's definitely it. I wouldn't want it any other way. Going with any other youth group, it wouldn't have been the same. And it was, it was just a great first experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell, tell me a little bit about Pastor Matthew. I mean, it's in the staff, too. We can't forget about McKendry and Sammy and Michael. And am I forgetting anyone? Marta. Marta. Uh, Marta. Sorry, Marta. And uh, 
But yeah, I mean, when I know that when I witness it, of course, when you guys are doing your thing back there, you know, you guys are in your youth area. We try not to jump in on your parade. You know, nobody wants us old farts wandering around your guys' area. But <laughs> good answer, Kenny. Hey, Kenny just got a gold star for the whole time. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, tell me about it just. What 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 do you truly enjoy about them? They're all so <laughs> I don't know the word, but they don't treat us like we're just teenagers. Right. Like we don't have the mindset that they would. We don't have the relationship that an adult would and we're not as experienced and this and that. They treat us equally to them. Treat you like people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the equivalent to Jesus humbling himself, 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 and washing people's feet. Amen. 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 What, um, is there something? Uh, what's the best experience other than camp? Like, what? Uh, tell me about something that you guys do in youth, just your regular Wednesday night youth group that you really enjoy. Um, right now we're doing. Um, every week we do one episode of The Chosen. Yeah. And I'm really glad that we're doing that because we don't just watch it and then screw around after. I like that we have questions to go in groups Absolutely. to talk about the episode and talk about how it can be applied to our own lives. And then they give us self-check questions. I think that's what it's called. Self-check, self-check questions. And yeah. we it's just something to think about for the rest of the week. Like, how can I prove this area of my life or how right. can I apply this to myself throughout the next week kind of challenging yourself yeah that's that's great self-reflection is so important what what about you axel what what you know tell me about the youth group and tell me about your leaders your pastor and what's what's your best experience there um so my youth group is amazing like we're all i think we're all very welcoming like if someone new comes in we act like we've known them for like months or years yeah yeah well that's i mean that's key man making someone feel we've all been the new guy right Mm -hmm. that's not fun is it (laughs) so it's incredibly important and then about the leaders and stuff i think matthew is wonderful it's he's not like just there to be a youth pastor he like genuinely cares about your relationship with god yeah And he makes sure that you know you are loved by God and that Mm -hmm. he wants you to be closer. Absolutely. And then I think the other leaders do the same. Yeah. And then experiences that I've had with the youth group is probably like prayer. Yeah. In camp and the winter retreats. Like last winter retreat, we all got into prayer. I think everyone started crying. Yeah. 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 That's that's the that it's <laughs> Kenny over here shaking his head. No, that and that's that's the power of the Holy Spirit is that hey, you feel those things. You know, you uh, again. You sometimes you come out of the altar like, man, where did that come from? I'm not even sad, but I'm crying. <laughs> like, what what is happening to my face? And <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty amazing. And. Yeah, Matthew has just done a lot for me personally. Because yeah. when I first started the youth group, um, 
he was pretty welcoming. And then when I went to my first camp, I remember he prayed over me and I started crying and stuff. Yeah. And then this last winter retreat, I prayed over him and then he started crying. Yeah. See, now how cool is that? I mean, there's that's that's an impact, man. When you get to pray for your pastor, it, it, it's it's an experience. And I mean, we're supposed to be doing that. That is exactly what we're supposed to be doing is praying for our leaders. And, and for that to be implement, implemented at your age is amazing because it sets the tone for the other kids around you. Honestly, honestly. Uh, Kenny, what about you? Um, shoot. What was the question? Yeah. <laughs> You're good. You talk too much, Axel. <laughs> Actually, I do have a question. It's something you brought up, Axel, and whoever wants to answer it is fine. What is your guys's? I think it's from what I've seen, it looked pretty cool, but I noticed you guys have like a wall with a ton of post it notes. Oh, what, what, that's what our is prayer that? wall. Your so, prayer wall? like during worship, we have this time that I think that we ran out of post its. <laughs> that's a good thing. He is like the most, like, I don't know, thing. But, um, Ooh, during worship, or really any time, but during worship, we usually you have the time to go grab a post-it and whatever's on your mind that you yeah. have to pray for, you can write it down, and no one's going to get in your way right. and tell you, hey, not the time. Right. They, you write down however much you need. I've written out like five post-its, seven post-its yeah. at one time before, and just walk over to the wall and stick it on. Gotcha. Gotcha. And now, is that just something? Is that like you guys offering it to god or do you guys pray over those or is that kind of a uh giving them to your leaders so they can pray over them um or is it kind of like a kind of like a uh how would like an intercession of prayer but with a little bit of confession or is that you know kind of a combination of all of them but yeah. i know matthew definitely has looked at them absolutely um but it's kind of just giving it to god like yeah, getting it off your mind. Absolutely, being able to tell someone like I know, like just saying praying to yourself isn't enough sometimes. Right, like, writing it down helps. That's right. That's right. And so yeah, so tell me about your youth group though. Like what what is a, a great experience you've had there on your Wednesday nights, and and you know how how do you feel about your your leaders in that youth group? Okay, um, we've had definitely had a bunch of great experiences like. We've all sat down together and just grown close together. Like, um, we will jump dance during worship together. Yeah. And even though none of us, I feel like none of us can sing well, we are singing the loudest. <laughs> uh, the Lord says, raise a joyful noise. He didn't say be a great singer and raise a noise. <laughs> but yeah, we're giving everything to him. We're I'm sweating sometimes after worship. That's good, man. Um, but definitely, yeah. He, we're just giving it all to him, and some of the leaders are deaf. Like Matthew, he's not just our pastor; he's our friend, right? Just like God is. Amen. And he treats us like humans, or his friends, and he's always accepting. He's never judged us right. for our flaws. Yeah, and that goes for all of them. Um. But yeah, they're they're just all so great. That's amazing. That's amazing. What's one of your favorite parts about it? What is would it be the worship? Might be the worship or just or sometimes once a month we usually play games yeah. and get to connect with the older men. Yeah. Or the 
Poor experience, man. Right. It was a shot to the heart. Star taken away. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would, uh, I may revoke the golden star, man. Remember, <laughs> remember at our last men's meeting, it's we're seasoned. We're not old. Not we're experienced. Uh, right, there you go. There you go. Anyway, no, that was good. But uh, uh, what about you, Alex? The, the youth is absolutely amazing. Uh, when I went to, like, the first time in sixth grade, um, yeah, there's different people that from now, but they still like made me involved. Like um, when Jared used to go there, um, he would just always like be next to me, not like being like left out. Yeah. Um, and Matthew too. Uh, Matthew just been like really fun to hang out with when I started to go there and making me involved. And now, uh, the youth group is crazy, and uh, y'all are crazy. Yeah. I not even kid. We'll be an adult study. Steel doors shut, 150 feet away, between four different walls, <laughs> and it sounds like y'all are in the sanctuary with us. Right? But no, and it's good noises. It's you guys, when you guys are singing your praises and worship, we can hear that. It echoes through the church. When you guys are going crazy and having fun, it echoes through the church, and that's that's encouraging, especially to us. Old guys can't argue. experience. <laughs> but but yeah, and but what else? Like, what's one of the your favorite activities that you guys do? Oh, uh, my favorite activities is probably when we get to have soap. Cause that's when uh we like I can actually like focus because. Personally, for me, like we're watching the chosen, I have no clue what's going on because my my ADHD, yeah, like I my mind just wandering all around, hard like, to focus on it. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I listen it well, but I, like as soon as it ends, I forget the whole thing. Yeah. So like during the those discussions, I'm like, how do you know what's going on? Yeah, right. <laughs> and right. then so, um, yeah, that, that soap really helps me like focus. And more. just for our listeners, so they don't think we're talking about bar soap. What is soap in youth? What is your soap? Uh, it stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. There you go. <laughs> Even as a team, we'll get there. Uh, and, and what do you do with that? So you guys, does he read out a specific scripture for you that night? And do you guys review it and then meet? Or is it, how does that work? Uh, we, 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 uh, like the past week, we we talked about something, and then we do soap the next week. Oh, okay. And then I think, I think do we review it or yes, something. So Usually. yeah, so he does a sermon. Yeah. One Wednesday and the next Wednesday we do soap on that sermon. Oh. Okay. And he'll review it. He'll go over the verse, give us the verse, and then send off, send us off so we, we can be in a our own space, focus on it. And I just like it because it's not someone telling us what to think about it. We can interpret. it interpret it however we feel about it and what the verse is telling us that's awesome and obviously i like to hear what matthew says about it but but i feel like it's more of a challenge for us to really look at the verse and think about what it's saying and what's going on that's right that's right yes we're supposed to listen to what our pastors have to say but don't take their word for it get in the word and figure out what the holy spirit has to say to you about it because one scripture could mean something totally different to the next and as long as we keep it in context, we're good. No, that's awesome. It sounds like you guys have a really great time. I've witnessed you guys have a really great time. Uh, moving forward in our questions here, uh, what is, so we've talked about the youth group. 
for listeners out there, they always hear me talk about it. Uh, what is the church like? What do you guys think of the church? What do you, you know? Um, when I first started going, this there wasn't a time where I was just sitting awkwardly or standing awkwardly by myself. At like my first day there, it was a Sunday, and yep. tons of people came up to me asking how I was, what my what my name was, shaking my hand, giving me hugs. I didn't know these people. So it felt like I've been <laughs> like that's my home church. Like I've been going there for years. Right. So this welcoming. Yeah, very welcoming. Yeah, yeah. Axel, what do you think? Very, very welcoming. <laughs> yeah, like um, all of the seasoned people. <laughs> um, they, they they will go up go up to you and just like handshake you, give you a hug. Yeah. Even though they're meeting you for the first time, right? Like, um, Pastor Charles. Yeah. Um, new woman came, and then he was going around telling people, "Hey, go greet this woman. Absolutely. Hey, go make her feel welcome." Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's part of being a family. The body of Christ is what it is. We're all one body. We are a family. This isn't. This isn't a you do your thing over there, and I'm going to do mine. I, yeah, it's not how that's supposed to work. Kenny, what about you? What 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 do you think about the church? Um, it's definitely like it's welcoming and like we usually do our certain things in the church, but we've had m- new people coming in recently. Yes. And they do their own thing, but we don't get in the way of it. Right. People pray in their own way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, and I mean that's what it is, is being loving, you know, we're not everybody has their way of worship. And there's no wrong way to worship, and not everyone you know, prays the same way. And not everybody prays the same way. That's right. That's right. It, as long as they're seeking a relationship with God, then Amen. Let it be. Uh, Alex, um, very welcoming too. Um, and just like getting when they get to know each other and stuff. Yeah, like men's breakfast. Um, I think that's really a time to welcome them. Yes. Like, welcome them to our you know, experienced church. Yep. And getting to know them and, you know, eating, having a good time, and just having fun and having a blast. Absolutely. Yeah, we do have a fun time with them breakfast. You ladies really mess out. Um, Not when they have big dinners. Yeah, I know, but the ladies have, <laughs> and you go out on men's and women's night, you know, the women got all these real pretty snacks and all this stuff all set up. While we're in the back cutting the we're, wood. Yeah, <laughs> Cutting wood with a saw and eating bags of chips. That's wouldn't have it any other way. No, and another thing is I also really like how we're all if you miss a day at church, just one day, you get so many messages from so many people asking where you are, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And how you're doing. They want you there. They're not they're not just like saying hi to you because it's a friendly thing to do. Because they love you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. People genuinely want to know if you're okay, what's going on, why'd you miss church? Yeah. I want to piggyback off of that because I like how sometimes in the sermon, like whoever is preaching, like tells you if if you, if someone is gone, then look around, look around and reach out to them, like reminding them just in case if they forgot. That's right. Well, something that's so important is feeling important. And (laughs) if we feel important, we're going to want to be more of a part of things. And and what better thing to do than encourage somebody to, hey, get built up by God. <laughs> 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 
So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He looked at Alex. No, he had his finger up. I thought he had a question. Oh, no, you're good. It my you're good. It's okay. I can uh, <laughs> delete that out. So, yeah, they may, and speaking about Sundays, and what about your guys' perspective of sitting in on Sundays? Because I know a lot, uh, all of you at some point serve in either nursery or kinders or something, but, or media. And I know that's not every Sunday, but what's your guys' perspective on the messages that you're hearing from our adult pastors, from Pastor Charles, Pastor Nick, Pastor Doug, Pastor Abby. Past, I, we have a huge pastoral team in experience. And pastor pastor. Yeah, we, we, got, we have a lot of leaders and a big teaching team. And so, it, which is great because you get to hear different perspectives. And, but yeah, I mean, what do you think of the messages? Are, are, are they being presented so that someone your age can learn from them? Um, can I say something about the pastor thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when I was riding uh, the DARPA, so bus that just goes out through downtown and stuff, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. when I was riding it to Abriana's, yeah. um, the DART, the guy that was driving the bus saw my experience church hoodie. Yeah. And he said, you go there and stuff. And then he asked for pastor names. I gave him. And then he knew Nick Trueblood. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think that's cool. Well, people yeah. People from other churches know people from our church. Absolutely. Well, and it should be that way. Oh. It should be. That's right. That's right. It's the church building is just a building or a body, regardless of denomination and regardless of your location. We, we should all know of each other and be supporting each other. But what do you think about the messages on Sundays? Are you, are you learning? Is it something that somebody your guys' age it, can can learn from? And get something out of it. I think most of the time, I mean, obviously, there's not going to be, I'm not going to be able to pay attention perfectly every Sunday right. because times I'm more tired than others, times I'm less interested than others. But I think most of the time, it's all pretty relatable in a sense. But to kind of give credit to Instay, not that you need Instay to understand most right. messages, but right. to give credit, starting Instay, I know most of what they're talking about, and I know most of the types of prayers. It's and, familiar now. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, I'm more able to relate to it, because I know what it means, and I know where it comes from. And, absolutely, absolutely. What do you think of the Sunday messages, um, Axel? To be honest, yeah. half the time I think they're boring. Yeah. <laughs> but I think every pastor that has gone up there has at least had one message that has um like related to and i've enjoyed yeah so i'd say depending on the person you are it's 50 50 like you're not gonna enjoy church all the time that's right like, be just happy to sit there for right. like an hour and a half right but sometimes the message will relate to you and you'll like be like oh, i know i know what that means absolutely absolutely well and i mean it's being honest i mean i i love the pastors i grew up with and most of the time they were boring and I mean, it just, that's why we have youth groups is because it, it, being relatable, meeting people where they, that's what Jesus did. Jesus met people where they were. Okay. He, he met them where they were at in life. He didn't come to somebody who had no biblical teaching and start throwing theology at them because they're not going to understand it. And that's the way we have to operate. That's why we have youth groups. That's why we have Pastor Matthew. 
because then Pastor Matthew doesn't bore you and keeps your attention and it's relatable. What about you, Kenny? What do you think of Sunday services? I think Sunday services are pretty good. I won't lie, they are pretty boring. I have caught myself <laughs> getting on my phone and playing mobile games and my mom yelling at me. Uh-huh. But they if you do understand them, then you get them like you understand them fully because Pastor Charles goes for two hours. <laughs> the lights are going numb. Is it? But and he will say sometimes, like, hey, don't take my word for it. Go into the Bible, read That's it right. yourself. That's right. Understand it yourself. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Alex? Uh like half of the time I don't even understand, but sometimes like I only like if we talk about it like in um a Wednesday service yeah. and they bring yeah. it back up and uh Sunday service. I understand it more, right. you know, two times. Absolutely. And then, um, and I get from, uh, you know, the Sunday's expected yeah. and stuff. And so I can really learn from that. I, I know you guys have, uh, your worship back in youth, you know, McKendry and Matthew do a fantastic job. I know Sammy jumps in on them sometimes too for keyboard and, and, and Michael does it too sometimes. He Michael pulls does? Out, yeah, he, he has his bass. I, I didn't know that. Sometimes. I didn't know that. That's cool. And I, I know worship is great back there. You know, McKendry's a great singer and he, and he does a great job. But uh, uh, how about our Sunday worship? I mean, come on, Pastor Nick gets up there and... Nick is... Nick can play everything, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he plays piano. He plays acoustic. He can sing. I wouldn't be surprised if he could play the drums. Well... <laughs> Probably has a couple of years. <laughs> no, but he he's really up there just singing for God. Absolutely. And him and Deanna both. Yes. When, they, when they're singing, I mean they really are it's more than singing. It's yeah. it's real worship. And not that you have to have a pretty voice, but they have beautiful voice voices both of they them. Do. They and do. I love listening to them. They they really do the the prayers and the word they give in between verses and in between songs. It's just it really they really do make you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I figured Kenny would throw a uh, punchline in there for the bass player, considering uh, his dad gets up there and plays bass every now and then. Not as much as he used to. I know, I know. He's been busy with work. He has been. He's a busy guy. But yeah, I, I still, it wasn't too long ago I seen him up there rocking out. I mean, he still plays. and and But we really do. Worship at Experience churches. It's not the only thing, but worship is so important. And the reason we worship is because it says that when we when we gather together and worship, that we're actually bringing the presence of the Holy Spirit down with us and bringing them into the room before we're fed the word. And it happens at experience. And it's not just my opinion. That's everybody's opinion. And it, it really is an impact to these youth. Uh, like I said, you know, they are highly involved in worship, even with us experienced, seasoned folks. They get up there and they worship and they fill the altar and, and they dance and they clap and they they sing and they truly worship. And it, it's so important. Yeah, go ahead. Kenny. I especially like the week after breakaway. Yeah. Or it might have been two weeks, but we got we were able to get up on stage yeah. and leave your youth service. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. It really was. I was jumping so much, everything fell out of my pocket. <laughs> I stepped on my phone. <laughs> that's some worship right there. That's worship. Risking your phone. That's right. That's right. Uh, throw all worldly, worldly things down. <laughs> he took it literally. He was doing it. 
Okay, so uh, what is something, just in your perspective, that you are experiencing in the world today that that leaders need to help change? That, that something that's going on that uh, for young adults your age that you guys are noticing and because you know nobody really stops and asks hey you know what do you guys think of this what, what do you think of this stuff going on what is something that you feel just it, not just change but that you really need god's we as people need god's intervention on i think that a lot of people our age struggle with the way they look and the way they see themselves vanity Mm -hmm. And I feel like just a nice reminder every now and again, like, hey, you look good. That's right. You're doing good. I'm proud of you. Right. Just help just lifting them up because a lot of people struggle with that. And that's why so many people feel like there is no other way out then. So, I mean. That's right. No, you're right. It's sad because they're all beautiful people. So I just feel like something that leaders need to work on. If they don't do it enough already, just be more encouraging. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's why we have encouraging experience podcast. Encouragement going on in the world. And I a hundred percent agree with you. A lot more, um, a lot more of just judging people and telling them what they're doing wrong instead of focusing on what they're doing. Right. Like yeah. what they're doing. That's good. Instead yeah. of focusing on like, Maybe they do have addictions, but focus on their grades that got higher than an F. You That's know? right. That's right. That's right. Well, I think we all kind of lost sight of we need to correct in private, but mm-hmm. we need to praise in public. Yeah. And we need to be lifting each other up in those ways. And I completely agree with you. And that is something that is desperately needed. And it's not just your guys' generation. It is, I mean, people my age and older and beyond, you know, I think we uh, we tend to forget to lift one another up. And it is scriptural. We are to encourage each other. We are to lift each other up. We are to build each other up. Yeah, and I feel like it's not, it's a lot more common in people our age bringing people down. Just Oh, it's gotten worse, yes. It's, yes. it's, it's not even just leaders that need to do it. It's just everyone as a youth group. Yeah. Everyone... Like, even doing it to, like, us as teenagers, we should be telling these little kids how pretty they look, how nice, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. encouraging them, too, because you don't want to grow them to grow up with a mindset that they do is, what they do is unnoticed. That's right. That's right. That's, that's good. That's good. Axel, something you can think? Um, what was the question? Just something, is something that's going on around you and that people your age are seeing that desperately needs to change that maybe you don't feel is adults or leaders are not um, paying attention to? Well, I think that um, teenagers, like you, just uh, youth in general, not like people in church. Yeah. Um, They're really influenced easily, like with cussing or drinking mm. or drugs. Yeah. Like you could go to school, someone offers you drugs and you get peer peer pressured easily and right. you just do it. That's right. And I think adults should maybe be more influential 
like more than kids. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So like they're seeing the adult be the better person and like ignoring the people who are like offering them these right. things. Agreed. Agreed. Lead by example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. I hundred percent with you on that. Uh, Kenny, anything? Um, I know a lot of people like stress is a really big thing. Like, yes, people stress and get overworked by little things. Like they shouldn't just forget about them, but they overly stress and drive themselves crazy thinking like, oh, what about this? What about that? Right. And we just need time sometimes to just step back from life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stop sweating all the crazy stuff. and Maybe enjoy life. Smell the roses a little bit. Take time to smell the roses. <laughs> yeah, this school year has definitely been helpful because like, my classes have been easy compared to the past two years. Right. I've been able to just relax and enjoy life a little bit better. Nice. Nice. Good. Good. Alex, anything that you think really needs to change? Anything you... I mean, I can go on like what Kenny was saying. Sometimes I get overwhelmed. Um, people get overwhelmed, you know, when they like school, you know, you had a busy day. Right. And then when you get home, uh, you just want to break, but then, you know, you have to do chores, you got to do this, you got to go clean, you got to do that, you know, just more overwhelming yourself. And then like, and then on the breaks that we have, like today and yesterday, I, I just like kind of gave myself rest. God gave me rest on those days and I just don't calm some mind and stuff. So maybe maybe as adults and leaders recognizing that our youth need time to chill out too, yeah, to take a step back, kind of refocus. I think that's all good stuff, guys. Um, uh, leading into this, and and the last last question we're almost to, um, I I think is going to help a lot of us adults be aware of a few more things. But having this opportunity. And I know it's always kind of crazy to have to, kind of hard to give compliments in front of people a lot of times. But what do you want to say? You have an opportunity. What is something you want to say to your pastor, to Pastor Matthew? Just thank you. I mean, he's a great pastor. I think I've we've been to quite a few churches, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've had a pastor ever that's made me feel as important as Matthew does. And he doesn't do it in a way of embarrassing you either. Right. He does it in a way of just just little, little things that make you feel important and appreciated just to be there. Right. Not even doing anything, just being there. Like, that's all he cares about. So I would just want to tell Matthew, thank you. And Marta, thank you, because Marta is a great youth leader. And yeah, not just Matthew, but your staff. And I'm a country and all. And Marta prayed over me during camp, and I'll forever love her for doing that. And yeah. then McKendry, he's a great person to talk to, a great person to be around. And Michael's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Sammy's also funny, and she's really good at the questions that we do at the end of the episode so far. Yeah. She's really good at listening to what everyone has to say and not trying to skip over anyone or right yeah right right axel anything you'd like to say to your youth pastor and your youth staff um thank you <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like i said uh earlier about me praying over matthew 
Like, he's really just made me grow as a person. And, yeah, I really just want to thank him for that. And then Marta, he's funny. I like yeah, her. Yeah. And then so is Michael and Sammy. And then yeah. Kendry can be a goofball. But then when it's, like, time to get to, like, get to Jesus, he'll be serious and say, it's time to calm down. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I just want to thank all of them. Yeah. Awesome. Kenny? Um... They're all really great. I just want to tell them thank you for being there, not just as pastors, but as friends. Like, Matthew, he he doesn't just be your pastor. He will, not just in the church, he'll be there. Like, we've gone out and played Magic before. Right. We And he's come to my track meets before to cheer me on. Um. Yeah, he's really great. He's always there. McKendry, he's all he's super smart. He knows a lot of things. He does. He <laughs> does. If we I, have, like, you could talk to that guy for hours. So long. <laughs> you might compete with my dad for that. <laughs> but yeah, if you have a question, he's there. He absolutely. Like I have, I should read the Bible more than I do. But he, I feel like he's read that thing inside and out every day. I feel like that's it. Well, he was brought up with a great example too. I mean, Pastor Kurt, man, he's the kind of how I feel about him. That that guy studies the Bible and studies, and we can all do better. I agree. That's not just you, Kitty. I, I could read my Bible more. We could all read our Bible more. But, yeah, and, like, Sammy, she's, like, always there. She's not, she might not always act like an adult, but she's always there for her. <laughs> Sammy, you better read. I know. I'll let her. I'll make sure she hears that. And Michael, yeah, he's, like, super funny. He's really down to earth. Like, he's he not, is. He He's never serious, I feel like. Right? Right? I'll tell you what, though. Pick his brain sometime. He's an incredibly smart dude, so too. So smart. Oh, yeah. It's... And I noticed that when you guys are doing your talks after The Chosen, he picks, he, like, points at you guys. You got something to say? You got something to say? So nobody's just sitting there in That's silence right. and not participating. Oh, they're challenging you. So, they're challenging you. Exactly. That's it. I mean, that's that's half of the job is to encourage you to challenge yourself. And Marta's great, I guess, too. I'm yep. just kidding. Like, <laughs> she's pretty, she's real nice. She's, like, she'll, like, get you back on track. She'll make sure you're doing the right thing. She's there. Yeah, yeah. And and I've seen that, too. I, they just, the way that they express their love over you guys and their commitment to you guys is awesome. And that's how they do it, through being comical when it's when it's appropriate. And probably sometimes when it's not appropriate. All right, that's you know what I mean? It, 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 that's the fun of it. And But loving on you guys and just genuinely caring about who you are. Alex, something you want to say to your youth pastor and your staff? All the pastors are great. Yeah. I really love them all. Uh, Matthew, I love him so much. He is absolutely amazing. Sometimes, like, if, if he sees someone going wrong, he asks him, like, yo, what's wrong? You want right. to sit down and talk over here? Probably. Right. Like there's one time at a uh, uh, camp, you know, like the in Pastor Charles's house. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he just kind of like we talked for like at least thirty minutes talking about my problems and his problems that in and yeah, you know, just having a good t- conversation. I just want to say thank you for that because I really and sometime in the future I want to have a really good conversation with him again. Absolutely. And McKendry, he um he's absolutely fun to hang out with. Yeah. Um, he, um, like sometimes he helps me play the, play the guitar. Yeah. Cause all, I don't know those A minors and I just play the guitar. Right. The tabs Cause I play like rock and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, so yeah, he helps me with that. And then 
Uh, <laughs> and Sammy is like there because you know boys get chaotic sometimes. Even Matthew McHenry can get some chaotic sometimes. Oh. Yeah, she does. Yeah, they get us back down. on track. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. Usually the girls get us like, "Hey, don't do that." Yeah, <laughs> Smart is definitely the mom of. All the keeping yeah. everyone in order. Finally. Yeah, so I I really appreciate that because sometimes I can get up up. Um. Oh yeah, no, trust me, I know, I know. You and Matthew were at the same table. What was it? Our men's night we did in the auditorium for games. Yeah, you two together are so loud. <laughs> you guys, the yelling. Talking about Pastor Matthew and yeah. you together, the the competitiveness and the good. Oh, it's just wow, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It gets crazy <laughs> in there. No, and it, it, it's really great, you guys. And you know what I think is, it, it is. I, I'm not going to say I think it's funny, but something I noticed that all of you have said is, see, this is something that I hope the world can hear because I want them to really pay attention to the way that you guys are describing your pastor. Okay, each of you kept saying that, oh, well, he's more than a pastor. You know, he's come to my games. He he builds a relationship with me. He makes me feel important. He's doing what you're describing is what a pastor is supposed to be. See, a pastor is a shepherd and a shepherd tends to the flock. Okay, and that's exactly what he's doing, And and, and which is a good thing. You guys didn't say it wrong. The sad part is, is that the world has shown you a different kind of pastor and you're witnessing what a pastor is supposed to do. And that's amazing. And and so you guys truly have a pastor and leaders or pastors in a church full of leaders who genuinely love you guys and who are genuinely doing their best for the kingdom. And that's exciting. So if you're listening to this and maybe you're like, man, you know, oh, these these guys sound like they're they have such a great time and they're so loved and this and that and oh, that's not the way it is at our church. Well, it should be, and maybe that's your calling to make the change and to take these examples and strive to know these these leaders that we're talking about are not supposed to be the examples. Christ is our example. But let's just focus on what they're doing and submitting to the word so that God and the Holy Spirit can work through them to make them what God says a pastor should be. So I just wanted to point that out that it, it's that, yeah, he's more than a pastor, but he's being a pastor. And that's that's encouraging because we're kind of in a world of uh, where being a pastor has become a celebrity type thing. Rather than only the high can do it. That's right, yeah, exactly. And but now it's become a from you guys. It's relational. It's informational, educational, and it, it it's everything it's supposed to be. And so, lastly, to get your guys' opinion, what is something that leaders, uh, parents, um. What is something the church could do better? I think it's a great opportunity to ask that question. And, you know, there's no wrong answer. Be honest. But, you know, you, you're you free to answer that. Like, what is something that the church could genuinely do better? I think that we definitely need more. Axel was saying this earlier about that we need 
I think we should have a ministry or maybe even a few more opportunities for unable people, people who can't really get up and go to these things and just be in one spot for a while or whatever, just to be more involved, to give them an opportunity to help with their church, but also be comfortable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So somebody who maybe may not be physically able to Mm -hmm. do some of the stuff we do Mm -hmm. and so they can still be involved. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great idea. Uh, Axel. Um, or did Nana just steal your idea? No, I have more. <laughs> I was just saying the ministry thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we should have more ministries because maybe someone might like relate to that ministry more, and then we can help grow the church. But um, I like our church. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I think it's pretty good. Like especially all the pastors and like the kids ministry. Like I've basically grown up with Abby. Right. Remember being like shorter than her, and now I'm taller than her. <laughs> but I think we should have maybe more missions, like start the ministry thing, and then once the church grows, we'll get mo- more donations for people to, to send people out on missions. Absolutely, to go spread the word around different countries. Absolutely, absolutely, I totally agree. I totally agree. We are called to missions, not only overseas but local. You know, in our own city, there's a lot of missions that can be had. Uh, that's a great idea. Kenny, any thoughts? Um, what was I thinking? <laughs> I had something in my mind. Um, what was the question? It was the... Just something that you feel that the church could do better. Oh, two things. Um, I Everyone in the church does this. They are very judgmental. Like, if you're not with something they're kind of going to judge you yeah yeah and another thing would be is like right after uh youth group you just get sent in and then people usually fall off yeah and and people aren't there for them to bring them back in good call i 100 percent agree so so something the church as a whole could do better is not be as judgmental it's because it's not our place to judge it's god's Right, so, right, yeah. right. Unless it's righteous judgment, well, yeah, but that's yeah. different. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what kind of judgment you mean. And okay, fair enough. I I agree with that. I totally agree with that. That's been a problem. Anywhere you have a gathering of people, whether it's church, whether it's work, whether it's someone's work, different. That's right. That's right. That's right. We need to do better as people. Is what we need to do. We need to do better as children of God. And uh, and then you said so. So then. After youth, you're talking so after you like they go in after they move out of youth group and they go to college. That's it. And they gain more experience to other things and they kind of fall off. Yep. And no one's really there for them. So we need to yeah. We need to really focus on them who are leaving high school and college or work the workforce and put more effort into that. Yeah. I totally agree. Great ideas. Alex. Um, I just have a request. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think the church needs is more prayer. More prayer? Yeah. So, like, sometimes on Sundays, if we can, like, get people who are struggling with this, like, go out on the an altar, and then the church prays for, maybe chooses a person and prays for them, for, like, at least. Like we do at the uh, youth group. Yeah, yeah like, do our yeah, camp, a camp, and uh, I, like, I really love prayer, and it, it like, means, like, so much. Absolutely. Me. So, if we can, like, just 
do more prayer and stuff, it would be amazing. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a very acceptable request. <laughs> Axel? I want to say two things. So, yeah? Yeah. We, we do prayer sometimes on Sunday services at the altar, like during worship. But I think it should be like an every Sunday thing, not like a hit or miss. Yeah. Like you go. Yeah. And there's just prayer. Okay. Right. And then I like what Kenny said about people like leaving youth group. And yeah, I think more people should just be like, hey, I can give you a ride. Um, or like just constantly inviting them. Yeah. So it's just in their mind. Oh, I got to go I to agree. church. I agree. I agree. Sometimes parents aren't there for them after that. Sometimes no, they kick them out. Right. You're, you're absolutely you're right. Adult. Go live yep. life. Yep, absolutely. Well, and that's something that, and see, that's the heart of your guys' youth pastor that we spoke with Matthew about. And something that the youth and the men's team really want to develop is a kind of a, a, a team called Bridging the Gap. Because you're absolutely right. Uh, 90% of teenagers, once they graduate high school and are no longer in the youth mm -hmm. age, they don't come back to church. And it's usually because mom and dad aren't forcing them to go or they're, you know, now people aren't like. Don't have a support team yeah. anymore. Yeah, I I 100% agree, you guys. So, so if you're listening out there and you're a part of your church, uh, that's, that's huge. That is something that we all as a body need to do better. It's not just our church. It's not just the church across the street. Churches across the world, that age between 18 and 30 is, it, it's pretty devastating when you look at the numbers of how many people quit going to church in that age. And because, well, let's be honest, the church isn't there for them anymore. And we need to do better. We can do better. And we're hearing it from our own youth and, and, and those who are witnessing this. And we need to do better, church. We can do better. And it's time to start making these things a priority and how encouraging it is to hear it from them themselves. Well, you guys, I think it's been great. I really appreciate that you guys came in. I want to add, not trying to steal any sheep or anything, <laughs> but if you have. A teenage daughter, please bring her to our youth group because we need more girls. <laughs> it's too many boys. I want some friends. Okay. Boys are pretty out of hand. I, I'm there's telling like, you. There's like two girls. Yeah. It's like two girls that show no, 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 There's sometimes three. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes three. three. Just please, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're in the Des Moines area, experience church would 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 love to grow and we'd love to have you and you know even if you're you are in the des moines area maybe we're on the wrong side of town listen guys the thing is is it's not just about experience church we would love to have you we will welcome you we will pray with you we will bring you in and love you as family and walk this walk and this journey with you but ultimately we just want you to get in a local church, get in the church, get a relationship with Christ. It, it, we're not going to debate over denominations. Everybody worships differently. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, can I add something? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go to church because like, it's not required. It doesn't say in the Bible, go to church, go to church. But like, it helps. That's right. Like, you could easily not go to church and get sent to heaven, but it really helps to have Right. The support group That's and like right. the people around you That's to just right. influence you. That's right. That's right. Alex? Um, the one one thing that the world's struggling with 
Yeah. Right. That question. Yeah. Um, I think the world's like struggling with is finding love because people are just going like like um people are like high school or middle school. Yeah. Are just it's just going to relationship to relationship. Yeah. And I I see it all the time. I'm like, oh my. And then um then but the only true love you can find is from Jesus. So I encourage you to go to church. Absolutely. Because to fill that gap, you can't fill that gap with like all this junk and stuff. I have a, I saw this, saw this on TikTok. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good uh, example. So imagine two triangles, one like all the way up and one at the yeah. bottom of the screen, top of the screen, bottom of the screen. Uh, the top, the top of the triangle is God. And the corners, the bottom of the screen, the corners is your boyfriend or girlfriend, and then you. Yep. The further you are from God, the further you are from each other. Absolutely. And then when you bring the, when you're closer to God, you're closer to the top of the triangle, and that means you're closer to each other as well. That's right. And just the only way you can, the only way you can love each other is if you have God, because God is love, like yep. Alex said. That's right. That's right. I want to add something. Go ahead. Yeah, God is love because some people like maybe they're going through something like bullying or just like something at home, right? And what they do to get away from that is drugs, smoking, That's stuff right. like that. That's right. And the only way they're actually gonna be happier with what they're struggling with is if they find Jesus. That's right. That's right. Nothing in the world. Nothing will ever bring true satisfaction. You will constantly be chasing it and chasing it and chasing it. That's how addiction starts. Yeah. That's how that's how depression falls into play. That's how these things, because until you truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you'll never understand love. Mm-hmm. You'll never understand true love. And so, yeah, it's you, you'll, you'll fill those empty spaces in your heart with things that are never going to bring satisfaction. The only true satisfaction that you will get is one day when you go to the judgment throne, you hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And you walk into the gates of heaven. And that is that is true love. So, guys, again, I appreciate you guys coming. I know that we had a lot of fun in here. And I I think it'll be fun because I'm going to surprise your youth pastor. I, I didn't let him know. Oh, really? I didn't say, hey, come in with us because I'm going to do a different interview with the youth staff. And maybe I'll let you guys know you can come crash the studio while they're in here. And but this was something I wanted you guys to be able to surprise. And it, because I'll tell you right now is being when you're a leader and the the especially youth that you lead and they get an opportunity to reveal their hearts, hearing what you guys had to say about your pursuit with Jesus and how things have grown that is going to mean the world to them and if you guys if they're listening please let it lift your ego because like <laughs> i'm saying you they're great people and they're they're not just saying this to make them feel better it's it's the truth it's that's right they are they're wonderful people and they should know it and you know hey hint hint you guys also said you know the world needs to start building each other up more don't be afraid to stop one of your leaders and even your co-youth and you know uh, uh, other leaders within the church and just maybe once in a while tell them how much you appreciate them and how great they're doing because that is going to also reciprocate back to you 
and you're going to get built up from it. So let us pray out. And guys, I'll have you all back in again. We'll probably do this in about six months or so. We'll see how uh, things are going at the beginning of the next school year. And, you know, we'll just get some discussion in and, and see how things are going. So, Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity to be able to gather with these young adults so that they can reveal their heart, God. And, and I just thank you that you have influenced leaders and, and staff and just others around them to be able to gather in one place and be able to show so much love that that these young adults who live in a world full of hate and are exposed to negativity and just rotten things of the enemy that you have clearly built up others to put so much love into them and to make them feel so loved and so appreciated and cared about god that's that's just your son being revealed to us and and and, and through them and father god it's just we just thank you so much and i ask that you just continue to build up these young adults as they as they go out into this mess of a world god i ask you to protect them and i ask you to to, to build them up to be influences to their leaders and to their staff and to to those at school as they go and they go against all of this garbage that's surrounding them strengthen them enable them and empower them to be your example christ to to, to just let your love shine through them with such brightness that others can't resist that they've got to get closer to it that they got to figure out what it is they have that makes them that way let the love that is being shown from them from their leaders and their pastors and their 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 youth staff that let it go into them but come out of them when they leave the church and let their hearts be impacted as if as though they are in church daily that they never really leave the church they are the church that they are the body and let them operate as such god and i just thank you for their hearts their their willingness to continue to pursue you jesus and i just ask that you continue to build them up strengthen them and let them be the next generation of leaders for the kingdom of god and i pray all of this in jesus name amen amen, amen.